I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Managing Editor of Healthcare Info Security. Today I'm speaking with Dr. David Kibbe, President and CEO of Direct Trust, a nonprofit trade association that created and maintains a security and trust framework for using the Direct Project Protocol for secure email. Direct Trust was recently awarded a $280,000 cooperative agreement with the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT for work related to private and secure health information exchange. Dr. Kibbe will tell us about that effort, as well as other privacy and security initiatives underway at Direct Trust. Hi, Dr. Kibbe. Good morning, Marianne. How are you? Good. To start, could you tell us briefly about Direct Trust and your role? The individuals and and member organizations of Direct Trust, which now number about 50, are collaborating to establish a set of common standards, policies, and best practices around security and trust and identity. So we call this a security and trust framework, and its purpose is to have a clear, transparent, and open set of rules of the road, so to speak that directed exchange service providers can follow and enforce. And my role uh, has been to act as coach for what is really an exciting nonprofit startup. To start, why is secure nationwide health information exchange so important? And what are the biggest privacy and security challenges that need to be overcome? In a phrase, uh, lack of interoperability is the problem. We still have uh, electronic health records that, for the most part, cannot talk to one another. So physicians and nurses who are using, let's say, all scripts can't send messages to physicians and nurses using, say, Epic. And none of them can communicate with patients. So the whole purpose here is to create health information exchange, which allows people to easily and safely and securely send messages and attachments to others as easily as we use email today via Gmail or MacMail. The privacy and security challenges are that direct is a internet protocol. So these messages are going over an inherently insecure environment, namely the internet. And the challenge is, is to make those messages secure via encryption and to assure the identity of the senders and receivers so that they aren't by mistake, sent to the wrong person. Tell us about the new cooperative agreement that Direct Trust has with ONC and the work you'll be doing. The Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT has decided to create a new program aimed at helping to accelerate the governance of health information exchange nationally. And Direct Trust is, uh, I'm glad to say, one of the two authorities that will now work very closely with ONC on that project. Specifically, Direct Trust will continue to expand our work in establishing this security and trust framework, uh, the rules of the road. Uh, This is an ongoing process. It's not completed. And we will advance the adoption of those rules through our trusted agent accreditation program, which we've developed in partnership with ENAC. What are the goals for the cooperative agreement with ONC? The most critical work that Direct Trust is going to do is to facilitate and enable vendor-to-vendor, provider-to-provider, and provider-to-patient exchanges in line with the objectives for meaningful use stage two, which is the EHR adoption program that 
awards bonus monies to providers such as medical practices and hospitals that use electronic health records. So the overarching goal is to make these uh, electronic health records, which are being acquired and used more, more and more every day, I think approximately 50% of America's physicians are not using electronic health records, to make those able to communicate with one another. And the idea behind the direct project, which initiated all of this, was very simple. Let's tackle the problem posed by these health IT systems that can't talk with each other. And as a first step, use the familiar and ubiquitous email plus attachments model or paradigm as the means to cross those boundaries uh, imposed by the different health IT systems. The big difference, of course, let me just say, is that direct email exchanges carry, or most of them will carry, personal health information and therefore they must be secure from tampering or disclosure en route, and they must assure the senders and receivers that messages are going to the right person, and that is they have to assure the identity of the correspondence in those health information exchanges. You made reference a few minutes ago that Direct Trust also has an accreditation program with the Electronic Healthcare Network Accreditation Commission, which is a standards organization. Could you tell us a little bit about that program? Why did you launch it and what is it for? Well, we launched that program with ENAC to make security and trust scalable. That is, so that exchanges of health information via the direct standard wouldn't require the various service providers that are known as HISPs or health information service providers to contract with one another individually, but instead could use accreditation as a seal of approval. Direct Trust and its members are developing the policy and best practices. ENAC has a long record of accreditation and audit, so it was a real natural fit for the two organizations to collaborate to create this accreditation program. And the thing that, that is important to understand is that HISPs uh, are a lot like routine or regular Internet service providers and that they provide direct email accounts and addresses, and then they manage the transactions for the subscribers. So if you think about this, imagine that every time you wanted to email someone with a Yahoo Mail account from your Google email account, and you had to invoke a contract between those two parties, and they had to have one-off contracts with Mac.mail and every webmail service. And you get an idea of how convoluted and expensive that could become. So accreditation is like both a test and a contract. It asserts the accredited party is practicing good security and is trustworthy. Besides the cooperative agreement with ONC and the new accreditation program, are there any other privacy and security-related efforts underway or planned at Direct Trust that you can tell us a bit about? One of the most exciting of those is our work in conjunction with ONC and others on the Blue Button uh, project. The Blue Button, as you're aware, is a way for patients, consumers of healthcare, to signal to their providers that they would like their health information downloaded or transmitted to a third party of their choice. So suppose you have a personal health record application that you use and you would like a doctor who you see to send a secure clinical summary of your health information. Blue Button allows you to go online and indicate what address you'd like that information sent to, and there it is. We're involved with that project and are helping to figure out how to distribute the digital certificates 
uh, which are part of the security and trust mechanism that allows encryption and signing of these messages when they go over the Internet. And I think that's, we're going to see for the first part of this award a focus on provider-to-provider information exchanges because meaningful use has that uh, provision uh, that the EHR vendors are working very hard to, to do that. But I think in the longer term, uh, provider-to-patient uh, and consumer is just as important and probably even more important when you think about what you can do with your personal health information to make your health care better, easier to understand, and engages the patient in the decision-making. Dr. Kibbe, the Office of National Coordinator has been working on some voluntary guidelines, as you know, and best practices for health information exchange based on feedback that it's been getting from the healthcare sector. What would you like to see in those guidelines for others to consider adopting? Well, many of those guidelines that uh, ONC has put together and issued, we have in common with Direct Trust. As a matter of fact, some of them came from Direct Trust. Direct Trust is an outgrowth of the Direct Project. And so if you go back uh, two years when Direct Trust was not an industry alliance but was a work group within the Direct Project, and called the Rules of the Road Work Group, we had started to develop these guidelines. So one of the things we'll be doing within the framework, the context of this award, is to, is to increase the numbers of those guidelines and best practices to map what we have in our accreditation program with the ideas that have been framed up within OSC and fill in the gaps. I think one example that I think is very important as a guideline is that uh, there should not be any charge, any transaction fee for the basic messaging uh, between uh, health Internet service providers. Um, This is one of those areas where the industry needs federal guidance and maybe a little bit of a a firm hand on the shoulder, so to speak, because, you know, we are used to uh, using email um, without having to pay for the transactions. Sure, we often pay for the Internet service provider. Somebody has to get you connected to the Internet and set up the account. But um, you don't pay on a per-transaction basis when you send emails. Um, If we did, we'd probably have a lot fewer emails. But we want to make sure that the nationwide health information and its governance has this free and open highway, so to speak, at least at the level of the base messaging and attachments that go through it. Are there currently platforms, EHR platforms, that have a fee attached to sending a message back and forth? Not that I know of, and I, I think that that's a good thing. I, I think the assumption has been all along within the direct project and within ONC's guidance that, in fact, uh, transaction fees would not be attached to direct email messages but uh, there's always uh, that worry that someone will say, you know, put up a toll booth and say, in order to exchange information with these providers, uh, you have to have, uh, you have to pay a fee. We, I'm just using it as an example. One of those areas where a uh, public-private consideration of the issue and a guideline as a result of that would be very helpful. Thanks, Dr. Kibbe. I've been talking to Dr. David Kibbe of Direct Trust. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee for Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.